So, I'm definitely going to mispronounce a ton of stuff in this episode. So, please bear with me as I try and uh, pronounce it correctly. Okay, let's go! Hello everybody and welcome to Food Stigma. This is a podcast based on foods that we don't like, are curious about knowing, or just, you know, are too lazy to Google ourselves. So I'll do that for you. So today's episode is going to be kimchi. Um, I'm not too sure how to pronounce that word. I, I hope I pronounce it correctly. I, that's what I say. Uh, kimchi is a fermented vegetable that's uh, either uh, specifically Napa cabbage, uh, just regular cabbage, or bandong. Um those are basically the, the leafy greens you need to make kimchi. So what is kimchi? It, it's a staple in Korean cuisine. It, it's traditional with banchan, a side dish. It mostly comes in with small dishes of food served along with cooked rice or in a, in a Korean cuisine. Uh, this word can be used in a, a singular or plural, kind of like how we use moose for moose and moose for moose or buffalo for buffalo. So with this being said, it's uh, made from salted and fermented vegetables, most commonly uh, Napa cabbages, Korean radishes, with a variety of seasonings, including um, chili powder, scallions, garlic, ginger, and salted seafood, among other stuff. There are hundreds of varieties of kimchi made with different vegetables as main ingredients. In traditional preparations, kimchi is stored underground in jars to keep cool, and unfrozen during the winter months. These days, kimchi refrigerators are used instead, which we'll talk about later. So, um, like I gone before, we're kind of going over um, those type of cabbages. So, cabbages that we use can be used as kimchi. Napa cabbages, which is a type of Chinese cabbage, which is which originated in Beijing, in that region of China, and it's widely used in East Asian cuisine. And then bandung is, I don't know if I pronounce it correctly, is a hearty early spring cabbage with tougher and sweeter leaves. Uh, the leaves of this bandung, unlike those of regular Napa cabbages, fall to the sides, giving the plant a flat shape. So I guess that's, that's what that is. So a little bit of history here. Uh, the origin of kimchi dates back to at least the early period of the Three Kingdoms, which is 37 BCE to 7 CE. Uh, there were fermented foods were widely available, and as it says here, it says that the people referring to the Korean people are skilled in making fermented foods such as wine, soybean paste, salted and fermented fish. Let me see here. And it also says that it also mentions pickle jar. A pi pickle jar is used to ferment vegetables, which indicates that fermented vegetables were commonly eaten during this time. So going with the seasons of kimchi, um, different types of kimchi were traditionally made at different times of the year is what it says based on when various vegetables were in season and also to, it says to take advantage take advantage of hot and cold seasons before the era of refrigeration so basically they, they took advantage of hot and cold seasons before the era of refrigeration although the advent of modern ref refrigeration including kimchi refrigerators specifically designed with precise controls to keep different varieties of kim kimchi at Optimal temperatures, excuse me, at various stages of fermentation. 
it has made this seasonality unnecessary, and Koreans continue to use uh, consume kimchi according to traditional season, seasonal preferences. So those preferences change throughout the year. So we'll start with spring. After a long period of consuming uh, kimchi during the winter, fresh pot herbs and vegetables were used to make kimchi. These kinds of kimchi were not fermented or even stored for long periods of time, but were consumed fresh. And so uh, that, I guess that makes them, it kind of goes with the season, makes it everything seem like it's fresh and new start. Summer, um, radishes and cucumbers are summer vegetables and were made into kimchi, which is eaten in several bites. Uh, brined fish, self shellfish can be added with freshly ground chili peppers. So in autumn, kimchi is prepared by inserting blended stuffing materials called sock, which literally means inside of a sock or inside between layers and in, insulted leaves of uncut whole Napa cabbage. The ingredients of sock can vary depending on the different regions and weather conditions. Cool. So what about winter? Traditionally, the greatest varieties of kimchi were available during the winter. In preparation for the long winter months, many types of uh, kimchi were prepared in early winter and stored in ground in large kimchi pots. Today, many city residents use modern kimchi refrigerators, offering precise temperature controls to store kimchi. November and December are traditionally when people begin to make kimchi. Uh, women often gather together in each other's homes to help with winter kimchi preparations. And baichu kimchi is made with salted baichu filled with thin strips of radish, parsley, pine nuts, pears, chestnuts, shredded pepper, and mana lichen, uh, garlic, and ginger. So kimchi is made of various vegetables, obviously, and contains a, it contains a high concentration of dietary fiber, which is great. Uh, while being low in calories, which is even greater. So one serving provides over 50% of your daily recommended amount of vitamin C and carotene, plus a whole bunch of other vitamins and minerals just in this kimchi. So you're kind of wondering, I've been talking about this, but what is a kimchi refrigerator? Good question. So the price that I got here, I got I went to this forum, and they were talking about what, what kimchis are for, what kimchi refrigerators are for. And um, this is the best question that I got out of that. Here it is. Um, these things are fairly large and pricey, about 1,300 to 1,700 to keep cabbage cold. Uh, compared to standard refrigerators, two lids that open like a chest, there are large plastic bins inside. The actual storage space is small compared to the overall size of the unit. The larger one has a separate drawer underneath. I know what kimchi is, but my question is, why a, spe why a special reefer for it? What does this thing do that can't be done with a regular, much less expensive, rich refrigerator? So, one of the best, some of the best answers that I got here were, uh, uh, Google it. Uh, what is kimchi? And someone said uh, they the stores they store the kimchi and it matures a kimchi simultaneously. Both drawers can be used to store kimchi, or one can be used to store and another to mature. If maturing in both drawers, each could be controlled to change the taste of the kimchi, thanks to the variable settings in the front panel. So that's pretty cool. So basically, it, it can store whatever kimchi you have that you want to keep for the rest of the season. And then if you want to mature it, like have it wait for the during the winter months, you can do that. That's pretty cool. But like the guy says, that's pretty expensive for a kimchi refrigerator. Well, just so you know, 
a lot of people eat kimchi. I don't have the actual amount here. I can look it up, but um, I, I found here that a lot of people eat kimchi, which is great because it's, it's pretty it's pretty good, honestly. I've had it before, and it's pretty good. So another kimchi that is pretty interesting is um, the one who, that's on uh, that was on last year's RuPaul's Drag Race. If you're not familiar, um, basically nine contestants are selected to compete in the running of becoming America's next drag superstar, like a drag queen. Uh, the winner of the first, well, when that first started, the winner of the first season won a lifetime supply of Mac co cosmetics and was featured in LA Iwerks campaign, and joined the Logo Drag Race tour and won a cash prize of $20,000, which is awesome. And it really promotes a lot of the, you know, the, a lot of the, the awesomeness that comes with drag queens. And uh, they're on their ninth season now. But on the eighth season, there was this, there was this drag queen called Kim Chi. That was a stage name of uh, Sang Young Shin, a drag performer from Chicago, Illinois. There was 12 contestants in that season to compete for the, the top queen. And it looks like Kim Chi came in as a runner-up, so second place. So didn't quite get first. But I like Kim Chi's page, so I wanted to give you guys a couple of cool facts and a quote. So, Kim Chi is the only queen on season 8 to not lip-sync before a music video challenge. What a music video challenge is, they have to go out and dance. Um, with, they have to throw down, basically, to press the judges while singing, lip-syncing, to a song of their choice. But Kim Chi, apparently, uh, did all that, threw down, and also sang at the same time. But, you know, I'm not surprised. They're, they're a runner-up. They had to be awesome to be able to do that. So, Kim Chi's mother doesn't know that she does drag, which I think by now, I probably they probably found out. I don't know. And the best quote that I got from Kim Chi was, I came here to destroy everyone with my makeup, which is pretty hilarious. So, uh, for the last thing here, we kind of want to wonder, how do you make kimchi? I'm kind of curious now. It sounds pretty good. So I'll give you a couple recipes from a YouTube channel, um, Meng Chi. Meng Chi is a YouTuber who is a chef who makes Korean-based cuisines, uh, cuisine food. Um, so how do you make kimchi from home? I'm actually interested in this YouTuber, uh, Meng Chi, uh, who specializes in Asian foods, mainly Korean-based foods. Uh, I've seen a couple of her videos before on YouTube, uh, but I never clicked on them until today. I looked at uh, a couple of her recipes and I found out not only how to make kimchi, but also how to make kimchi pork buns, which sound pretty delicious. So here's, here's the recipe for traditional kimchi. So what it says here is in the first part, it says, hello everybody. Today I'm going to show you how to make classic, spicy, traditional Napa cabbage kimchi. Um, this dish is so common and iconic among Koreans that we simply call it kimchi. Uh, when people talk about kimchi, this is the dish they're referring to, despite the fact that many kinds of kimchi in Korean cuisine and many made with Napa cabbage too. So what you want to first do is get your ingredients. Now this is going to be making about eight pounds of kimchi, so which is awesome. It'll be a lot of kimchi, so it calls for six pounds of napa cabbage, three to four medium napa cabbage heads, half a cup of kosher salt, and then for making the porridge, two cups of water, two tablespoons of sweet rice flour, 
and two tablespoons of turbinado sugar, brown or white sugar. Now the vegetables, you want two cups of radish matchsticks, one cup of carrot matchsticks, and seven to eight green onions chopped. And then one cup of chopped Asian chives, buchu, which is optional, it says. And then one cup of water dropwort, uh, minari, which is optional. And the seasonings and spices, it requires half a cup of garlic cloves, 24 cloves, minced, two teaspoons, two teaspoon ginger, minced, one medium onion, minced, half a cup of fish sauce, shosh, one fourth cup of fermented salted shrimp, and two cups of hot pepper flakes. So here are the directions. I'm going to whiz by them. So if you're interested in looking up um, a Mengzi's recipes and also their YouTube channel, it's spelled M-A-A-N-G-C-H-I. And it's going to be the YouTube channel. Just that, Mengzi. And then you'll see it. You'll notice by the lime green. That is her channel. So let's go ahead and do a couple things. Just kind of see what the, those recipes require. So you're chopping up the Napa cabbages, rinsing them in water and putting them in salt. Obviously you're making the paste, all the vegetables and stuff going in there. Great, great, great. And then so you gotta let it ferment. So the kimchi will start the, will start fermenting a day or two at room temperature, depending on the temperature and humidity of the room. The warmer and more humid it is, the faster the kimchi will ferment. Once it starts to ferment, it will smell and taste sour. And pressing on top of the kimchi with a spoon will release bubbles from beneath. Once it, starts, once it starts to ferment, store in a refrigerator to use as needed. This slows down the fermentation process, which will make the kimchi more and more sour as time goes on. So depending on how sour you want it, you keep it out for longer. So interesting, interesting. What about those pork buns, though? I'm pretty interested in those pork buns. Okay. So for those pork buns, you're going to need some dough, which is, you can, she's going to show you how to make your own dough here. One cup of warm water, one tablespoon of sugar, one, tea, one teaspoon of active dry yeast, half teaspoon of salt, one tablespoon of vegetable oil, two and a half cups of all-purpose flour, and one egg. And then for the filling, total of little more than three cups. Uh, one ounce of sweet potato starch noodles, one ounce pork belly, minced, one teaspoon of soy sauce, two teaspoons of sesame oil, half a teaspoon of ground black pepper, one garlic clove, minced, two green onions, chopped, one-fourth chopped onion, eight ounces fermented kimchi, chopped into small pieces, and half a teaspoon of sugar. Oh, and last but not least, one teaspoon of hot pepper flakes. So this makes for six buns. You would obviously make the dough itself, which it'll show you in this recipe book. I'm not going to go through everything on here. I just want you guys to be interested in to look at it, just to go and see what it looks like. Oh my gosh, this looks good. So you're basically going to be getting these these pieces of the dough, flattening them out, putting the stuff inside that, put all the kimchi stuff inside that dough, kind of wrap it on top and then flip it over like a little dome. And then you're going to just butter it up put it in the uh, oven for about 350 degrees Fahrenheit and then 25 minutes and they look delicious. So hey, that's something you can try out. Now, I probably didn't go about this in the beginning, but if you don't like kimchi, then um, maybe this may have enticed you to try it a different way or to make it properly for yourself to where you might like it. Uh, if you have never heard of kimchi or you're interested in trying it, try those recipes out. I may try it out myself if I'm not too lazy.
But again, the whole point here is to make sure that we can try something. And if we like it, then we like it. If we don't, then we don't. But at least we tried it. And I actually will recommend you try and watch RuPaul's Drag Race. It's a great show. It is fantastic. And right now, season nine is going on. So if you want to check that out, go for it. They're actually in the running for the title of America's Next Drag Star Superstar. Uh, and they are getting a cash prize of $100,000, which is pretty crazy. So again, thank you for listening to Food Stigma. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to suggest anything as a food item for me to discuss, please tweet me at foodstigmacast or email me at foodstigmamail at gmail.com. Thank you very much and continue trying different foods. And I hope you uh, try one for me. Thank you. See ya!